Welcome back to the Drivecast. My name is Matthew, and I serve as the teaching pastor at LifePoint Westerville. And uh, today we're going to take a look at Daniel chapter 2, verses 31 through 45. So uh, back in chapter 1, we're told that God blessed Daniel with the ability to understand visions and dreams. And uh, little did Daniel know in the moment how important this gift would be. Because in chapter 2, we're told that Nebuchadnezzar has this dream. And for him, it was more like a nightmare because he wasn't able to, to sleep. And he demanded that the wise men in Babylon interpret the dream for him. But there was a catch. He wasn't going to tell them what the dream was. They had to not only figure out the interpretation to the dream, but tell him what he dreamed. And if they were unable to do so, they would be all be put to death. And clearly, this was an impossible task that no man could accomplish. But once again, what we see is that Daniel stepped out in faith. He goes to the king and asked him for time to be able to interpret his dream. And God honored Daniel and intervened on his behalf. And he revealed to Daniel not only the content of the king's dream, but the interpretation of it as well. So Daniel, he's brought before King Nebuchadnezzar to explain to him his dream. And he begins to to share with him in in just vivid detail what the king has seen in his dream. You know, in this dream, there's this, this statue made of different metals and materials. And there's this rock that emerges and crushes the statue to dust. And then this rock begins to grow into a mountain that eventually fills the earth. And this seems like a really strange vision and dream. Uh, But Daniel began to to interpret the dream for the king. You see, in the the dream, the the head of gold on the statue, it represented King Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon, the most powerful kingdom in the world. The silver represented this inferior kingdom that would come after Babylon, and many uh, suspect that that was the Persian Empire. The bronze represented a third kingdom, which was Greece and, and Alexander the Great. And then the iron represented the Roman Empire, a kingdom that would crush and break all others. But then there would be this fifth kingdom that would emerge out of the Roman Empire. There would be this stone that would would crush the statue and eventually fill the earth. And what is this kingdom? What does this stone represent? Well, listen to what it says. This is Daniel interpreting the dream. In the time of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, nor will it be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end, but it itself will endure forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of a mountain, but not by human hands. A rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold to pieces. So the stone in this vision is is a picture of Christ and his eternal kingdom. And it points us to the first coming of Jesus and the inauguration of his kingdom when this baby, the the Messiah, would be born right in the heart of the Roman Empire. But it also points us to, to the second coming of Jesus, when Jesus will return and firmly establish his kingdom. And this kingdom will crush all other kingdoms on earth and it will endure forever. So you see, while in exile and living as a prisoner, Daniel, he's given a glimpse of this future kingdom. And he's reminded that that Babylon won't last forever. Meaning that his hope was was not tied to Israel or to Babylon or to any earthly kingdom. His hope was in the eternal kingdom of God. 
And just like the, the story of Daniel, God has revealed this eternal kingdom to us, not through a vision or through a dream, but through his word. The Bible is God's revelation of his everlasting kingdom. There is a future kingdom that will be eternal, a kingdom that will crush all the other kingdoms of the earth. And at the center of that kingdom will be Jesus. And this is the truth. This is the hope and the promise that we cling to while we live as exiles in Babylon. So I'm going to take a a moment to, to pray for us and then give you an opportunity to pray as well. Father, we, we thank you for, for this truth that has been preserved for us for, for so many years, this picture of an eternal kingdom that will last forever. And we thank you, God, that, that through your son, Jesus, that we are heirs to this kingdom, that we will rule and we will reign with Jesus forever. And God, help us to, to, to hold to this promise, hold to this truth while we live in Babylon, while we navigate a culture and a society that so many times is at odds and in opposition to our beliefs and our values. God, help us to, to fix our eyes on your kingdom. This is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.